This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. As always, if you have any questions, comments, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, please give us a call, 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. And joining us as always, well, you know, last week wasn't uh, he wasn't here, but, but today he is, folks. The one and only, the Golden Pipes, Tony Shore. <laughs> well, I'm hoping, Travis, that uh, this week's show is better than last week's. How about that? <laughs> you know, actually, uh, actually, Mitch was Mitch was a good. Uh, he was a good uh, a good interjection of the show oh, because. Yeah. Well, he was, I mean, he was, uh, uh, Mitch is, is, uh, one of Tony's partners in his office, but, uh, he, he's not a, he's not a sports fan. So it gave me a little opportunity to kind of, kind of give him a little background. And, uh, we talked a little bit about sports. We talked about some other things, but, uh, anyway, Tony, glad to have you back now, before we go on, I got to ask you a question. Sure. So I know you're a sports fan. Oh yeah. What'd you think of the Super Bowl? Um, I thought it was actually a good game. Uh, I was surprised by it. Uh, it was a little slow. Um, I didn't mind it. Uh, I'm not a Patriots fan, though. I thought right. it was a slow game, a defensive game, which was a surprise. And so overall, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I thought it was all right. I'm not a Patriots fan, so I didn't like the outcome. Well, uh, and I would uh, I would agree with you on that. I'm I'm not I'm not Brady and Belichick's biggest fan. Uh, however, you know what I thought was was pretty interesting, and Mitch and I touched on it last week. It is amazing to me the amount of negativity that I heard after the the Super Bowl was over, and on Facebook, and you know the the Twitterverse, and you know just just a barrage of like you know well there there wasn't a whole lot of points. That was just a boring game, and you know it was just horrible, horrible, horrible. Well, football is about offense and defense. It's and of course, not we just know, one-sided. We know the famous line, defense wins championships. Absolutely, because if you can't stop someone from scoring, you can't win the game. Right. So, you know, that that's really, and, and I think in all things, uh, we have to make sure we understand, and when we're doing our planning, we have to make sure we understand defense sometimes doesn't, if you have a good defense and a good offense, that doesn't mean you're going to score 40 points or, you know, if the right. market goes up 10 or 20%, that you're going to go up 10 or 20%. You may not. You may only go up five or six. You may only go up seven or eight. It just depends. But if you have a good defense and you have a good offense, in a lot of, a lot of cases, you put yourself in the best position to win. And I think that's what we have to come back to. Um, but, but Hey, that's not why we're here this morning. We're not here to talk about the Super Bowl and Tom Brady. He gets enough, he gets enough radio without us. Yeah. Um, we don't need to talk about, uh, Tom Brady whatsoever. 
Well, you know, there's there's a few things I wanted to start with because, you know, I like to have my rant session. Oh, yeah. Um, look, I, I know that most people did not listen to this show this morning to to listen to uh, politics, but I've got to I've got to rant just for a minute. Have you read this thing called the New Green Deal? And you I'm know, just going to pull excerpts. I'm not going to obviously read the whole thing, but sure. there are um, a few things. I've heard that of it, just, of course. It's been all over the news. Uh, I've heard it. I heard that it was proposed uh, by that new young uh, congresswoman, uh, but I have not. I don't know any of the details. So tell us about it. Well, I'm just going to give you two or three of of my favorite uh, excerpts. Uh, One of them is actually something that uh, Cory Booker has picked up. Do you you know I'm talking about the congressman from New Jersey? He was the mayor. And anyway, uh, he's using it as his platform. And I read an article that that essentially said uh, more or less that he wanted us to quit eating meat as a society or to cut down on the consumption of cows because it added to the emissions. Um, You can use your imagination on this. The emissions, and that was hurting our environment. Now, um, if you want to make sure that I will never, ever, 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 ever vote Democrat, tell me I can't eat steak. That's the that's the best way for you to never get my vote. I like to consider myself somewhat an independent, somewhat libertarian in, in most cases. But if you want to make sure you never get my vote, tell me I can't eat a porterhouse. That not going to happen. So sorry yeah. for any vegetarians out there. That's that's just my my personal opinion. So, well, sure. Yeah, uh, I, I, I you know, I guess they're making that point because they believe cattle uh, give off a lot of um, uh, what is it? Uh, I forget now if it's methane gas or whatever it is that eats the eats through the atmosphere and because there's so many cattle being raised to provide all the meat uh i guess that's why they come to that conclusion but uh you know uh i'm for everything in moderation including are they are they the only are they the only animals on the planet that emit that specific gas i don't think so including the human race i mean come on yeah so you know I, I, that that just kind of I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Uh, one of the other things that I don't think is funny at all that she put in there and and, and you know, don't get me wrong. I, I'm my wife and I try to do as much in in charity work as we can. Uh, but, you know, the fact that she she had in her original draft, those that are un, unable or unwilling to work would be, you know, would be provided for. Look, if you're unable to work, I will I will do whatever is in my power. If you're unwilling to work, that's that I don't think that's something that uh, that should be encouraged. So, well, yeah, that, no, we we can't encourage that behavior. Yeah, that's, uh, obviously, that's just, you, you have to be willing to work. Everybody needs to work. Yeah, and and the other the other thing that I thought was was actually pretty uh, actually pretty remarkable, and this has gotten a lot of a lot of blowback and a lot of pushback is she's talking about doing away with things like air travel. Um, hmm. Doing away uh, with air travel. Doing away with air travel. She wants to go. It's basically electric vehicles and high-speed rail. And I'm sitting here going, okay, uh, I went to New Zealand about two years ago. 
I don't know how you get to New Zealand on a high-speed rail. I don't know how you get to New Zealand on an electric car. Maybe yeah. an electric yacht or boat, but guess what? I can't afford that. Uh, if I could, I'd be having this in a much bigger radio and a much bigger radio station on a much bigger office. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's not going to happen. I don't I don't really understand. Uh, you know, I, I guess I do understand. I, I think the the main purpose. Uh, that that I think she's she's trying to relate is you know we've got to do something different if we want a, a different result which I think is is definitely understandable but you cannot take an economy and completely take it off of the the cheapest energy source just cold turkey it's not going to happen I mean right. you and you and I both know think about 20 30 years ago electric vehicles were 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 pie in the sky you know if you watch uh, back to the future in 1985 by by now we're supposed to have flying cars yeah. it ta- it takes a while to get to that point it's not something that can be done overnight so anyway right. that's that that's uh and and this is something i found was very interesting also tony uh if you go back and you look at the origin of what she's talking about it actually is from a from a uh, UK proposal back in 2007. So this is actually just a almost almost like a layover, if you will, uh, of their policies and just basically going a step further. So I thought that was very interesting as well. Wow. Yeah. And you have to look at the economic. You have to look at the economic indicators, too, uh, before you enact uh, a drastic policy change. Because drastic policy changes are going to drastically affect the economy. But, you know, there has to be a balance with things. And uh, that seems extreme on one side, doesn't it? Well, it it does. And I'll tell you something else that seems extreme. And maybe it's just me. And maybe it's just because I know how to work a calculator. Um, I think it's very interesting that now a lot of the... It's almost it's almost like the Democrats are trying to take and, and I'm not trying to be political either way. I'm just stating a fact. The reason that Trump won and was so different uh, is because he separated himself from the field with, you know, with things that that he would say that most of the you know 18 or so that ran with him would not say because they didn't think they could get elected if they said it. And now it's it's almost like that playbook has now rolled over to the Democrats. So it's, you know, it's it's not who has the best ideas. It's who can be the loudest, most obnoxious in the room. So, uh, you know, the fact that one of the interviews I saw was they asked, uh, and I think it was CNN, uh, they asked uh, AOC, as she's called, Ocasio-Cortez, um, she's the representative we're talking about, and they ask her about, you know, how would you pay for it? And I thought this was hilarious because no one else can do this except government. She said, well, you just pay for it because, I mean, we're the wealthiest country in the world. You just pay for it. How do you pay for this? How do you pay for that? You just do it. Well, um, yeah, Tony, that's- how many how many retirees, how many people in general can just do something because it sounds like a great idea and just pay for it. Just do it. You've got money, just pay for it. Well, that may be true, but eventually you've got to understand what impact that's going to have to your long-term plan. And we're yeah. already 22 trillion in debt, uh, which is an astronomical number as it is. And adding another 30 trillion to, to the debt over the next 10 years, 
that could be an issue. But, uh, but you yeah. know, what do I know? That's the reason I'm on radio and, you know, she's in Congress. So we'll see. Well, and you're a financial advisor, so you'd never recommend to your clients they do things like the government does because you'd either they, be in jail did, or bankrupt. In, yeah, debtor, debtor's <laughs> prison or living in a box somewhere. Right. Oh, my word. Yes, it's uh, it's pretty, pretty remarkable. Um but anyway, so, uh, well, hey, and one more thing I, I wanted to, to also uh, also talk to you about or tell you about is I don't know if if you've ever clicked on one of his ads, but there's a guy, and I won't mention his name, but um, he talks about on TV and radio all the time about things that he hates and what he won't do and what he will do. And um, it, it rhymes with, um, let's see, how can I put this? Fisher. Um, and... <laughs> And it's it's crazy to me that, you know, people in general in our field and this is why hopefully uh, people do their own research. You know, you listen to you listen to people like me, you get ideas, but you need to actually sit face to face with someone uh, and, and put put some actual thought into what you're doing, not just, you know, not just listen to the hype on radio, TV, et cetera. But anyway, this, this one particular company has actually now, this is the second or third time in the last three years that I have actually gotten an active recruiter that has called and emailed and, you know, it's like, you know, we really think you'd be a fit. You know, we've, we've researched your background and blah, 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 blah. And I've got the emails to prove it. If anybody would like to, to, to say it's, it's not, but they said, you know, Oh, we, we, we'd really like to. And, and I actually, I actually did entertain a phone call about three years ago. Um, I said, you know what? I want to see what these guys are talking about. And it really, it really baffles me. Um, their business model is essentially the person goes out, makes the, makes the introduction to the company, uh, sits down. And after two to three years, uh, according to what this recruiter told me, you cannot have access or contact to that person anymore. Meaning if you bring someone on as an advisor, the client is not allowed or you're not allowed to have contact with that person after the fact. And folks, if that's the kind of relationship you're looking for, nothing wrong with it. I say good luck. Um, you know, if if all you're looking for is is someone to be on the phone every now and again, uh, you know, for you to have someone to call and you know, if you and complain or or, or you know, you're worried, et cetera, not a problem. But if you would like to have someone who will actually sit down, listen to your problems and understand you as a person, your family, your goals, your objectives, your needs, your wants, your fears, that's why you need to have someone like we are that you can sit down with and go in and, and lay everything out on the table and say, OK, now you're going to you're going to ride in the boat with me. You're not just going to sell me the boat. Give me the paddle. Give me the life jacket and push me down the stream. You're actually going to ride in the boat with me. That's a whole different relationship than what is out there in most cases and what's represented on TV. So if you have questions, give us a call. 877-269-0839. And we'll be right back with more navigating your retirement. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. 
This toolkit provides valuable information on the future of U.S. taxation, Social Security, New Generation Retirement Planning System, and the Generational Vault. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from CFG Wealth Management by visiting NavigatingRetirementRadio.com or calling us at 877-269-0839. And welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is Travis Chance. And Travis, great show so far. Uh, I like that first segment. You went on a rant about uh, some crazy political ideas out there and that concern you and uh, about I've been getting spammed by this uh, large, uh, quote unquote, investment or financial planning firm. Uh, and they're, they're nationwide now, I believe. And some of their ideas are crazy. So I'm glad you addressed that because you have to be careful. Everybody out there wants an opportunity to tell you what to do with your money, but you need a trusted fiduciary financial planner an advisor, somebody who you can get to know and who you can have a personal relationship with and trust. And Travis, I, I know that your clients appreciate that with you and that's what you do, right? Absolutely. And, you know, Tony, let's let's be devil's advocate here. All right. Why? Why do you think that a lot of your larger, larger footprint firms nationwide, you know, do the the advertising, et cetera, on the radio and TV and, uh, you know, and, and have that that footprint and that business model the way they do? it's it's about scalability and you know it's a numbers game it's a numbers game i mean that's really all it is so you know just like i i hear all the time and and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ruffle too many feathers or maybe i will um I hear, you know, the the three or four most trusted radio celebrity commentators, financial, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they have the programs and the CDs and the books. Do you think they write these because they are nonprofit? Do you think that they write these because they are not there to make a dollar? Right. It's not that I don't think their heart's in the right place, but we have to understand uh, there is a difference in in everything and you have to make the distinct difference on what you want um speaking of what you want tony i had a, a conversation with a with a young lady this week and i told her i was going to steal one of her one of her expressions one of her sayings uh she she got the biggest kick out of it because i told her i was going to say it on the air so um for if you're listening and you know who you are uh we were in our office and we'll give you a little backstory. We were in my office and we were talking and we were actually going, uh, going through a review. And whenever we were sitting there talking, she said, she said, Travis, I have been going through my numbers and I've come to the realization I can't afford myself. And I, I almost fell out of my chair. I can't afford myself. She said, I've come to the realization I can't afford myself. And I thought I was going to, I thought I was going to fall out because because the way she said it she was serious but she said it with a smile and what she was referring to is something she said Travis you've told me this but I didn't realize it and what she was referring to is now that her her life situation has changed and her taxes have now gone up and she's she's having some expenditures she wasn't expecting she's really she's really burning through her income and her money faster than she thought because she didn't really, she didn't understand that was, you know, that was going to happen right. or the way it was going to happen. Or, or maybe she, she understood, she just didn't realize that it would have that, that big of an effect, uh, you know, that quickly. So 
But yeah, I told her, uh, so for, for you, if you're listening, uh, hopefully you, (laughs) hopefully you, you didn't swerve off the road when you heard that. I I told you I'd use it and and I did. So, uh, I can't afford myself, Miss C. I can't afford myself. That's what she said. So I like it. um, I like that one. That's a good one. You know, one of the things I did want to talk about this morning is, uh, is over the last few weeks, months, et cetera, we've been talking about ways that we can increase the the probability or the the chance of a successful retirement and you know some of the things that we've talked about obviously don't underestimate your needs um this is i've actually got an article from market watch was written by a gentleman named swedro and grogan uh two two gentlemen wrote the article and i thought it was actually exceptional because it's everything we've been talking about uh we talked about about a few weeks ago about not underestimating your retirement needs right that says uh, most people need to replace actually close to 90 percent of their pre-retirement income my recommendation is 90 to 100 percent and the reason being is i've never seen the power company send half a light bill i've never seen a gas company send half a gas bill when you when you do get into a position where you're going to retire or you lose a spouse you're still going to have to provide for certain things right yeah, um, definitely. one of the, one of the things that actually I'd like to add to the list is it, it talks about not becoming, uh, too conservative with your investments. And I think so many times we get to a point to where actually the, we, I see it the other way more often, uh, people that are, are actually maybe not, uh, from a risk tolerance, uh, willing to accept a great deal of loss in times of prosperity and in times of expansion they obviously want to take a little more risk and a little more risk because you know it's it's almost like the frog in the boiling pot eventually you know you you start off with a little bit of risk and you're like okay i can take this and you know you turn up the heat a little bit and frog's still like okay this isn't that bad and it's still getting hot but he's been used to it he's been acclimated and then all of a sudden before you know it the pot's boiling that that's something that we really need to think about as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's really important. You know, we're almost out of time for today's show. Uh, well, I want to hit, hit one more and then we'll, we'll, I'll wrap it up quick. All, all right. right. No problem. Taking, taking withdrawals from the wrong locations, folks. Uh, I've talked about it before. It's, it's actually called TCS time combined and sequence. You have to make sure you're not just taking from your investments willy nilly, because just by simply timing, when you take and from what you take, you could extend the life of your portfolio. Um, and then last two diversification, that's going to be probably next week's show and then underestimating the risk of inflation. So those are the things that we really want to watch out for. And we'll, we'll continue to talk about some of these, uh, throughout the weeks to come, but, uh, Tony, I, I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm running a little over. Oh, no worries, no worries. Uh, we're right there. So, is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go? The only thing I'd like to add is, folks, make sure you you're on the lookout. Um, we are actually teaching uh, multiple classes this year uh, at uh, some of the local colleges. Uh, we've got a a class at the Savannah Technical College. 
<clears throat> Savannah Technical College on uh, both campuses, uh, Ogeechee Technical College in Statesboro, uh, the the colleges in Bluffton, Technical College in the Lowcountry. So if you have questions or if you would just like to actually come in and just learn, that's a great opportunity for you to to actually uh, get some information that maybe you've you've had questions about, but you're like, well, if I ask, then you're going to be like Tony and you're going to get put on a list and keep getting blasted with emails. If you want information and education, that'd be a great resource for you. So uh, those are coming up next week. We actually start on Tuesday with the uh, Ogeechee Technical College and we'll keep you posted on the ones in Savannah and Bluffton and Hilton Head. All right. Thanks, Travis. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.